Name one rabbit. Name a fucking rabbit. I, name a I, rabbit. I can't. I just. What are you talking? The names. I, it's just I rabbit, and then it. the names of a Nintendo. Character. I defended it from Jack on the Escapist show. Oh, fucking! That was just a. That was one of his Jack and Off segments. Well, good thing that's the thing you started oh. saying when we're live. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. Oh my God, what is happening to my voice? <laughs> Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Breakout, the Escapist Conversation Show about all things games, movies, and TV. This is episode number 60 for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. My name is Marty Sleva, and I am joined by rabid Nick Calandra and rabid Casey Wosu, my two favorite rabbits. Hey, what, what uh, would your rabbit have that would be a signifier that it's it's a clone of you? I know Nick's would have a hat. That's pretty self-explanatory. Asthma. <laughs> it have like a little. It's, hey, it would have like a little inhaler that lets it I move didn't one wear extra hats space for the last like three streams I was on. So I mean, that's three streams out of like seven hundred. It's like, fine. I, you, yeah. Things have to change. I, the only I have reason I just have hat hair today, so I haven't <laughs> taken it off. Well, yeah, hat all the hats you wear. Yeah, it's probably because of all I, the hats. I went outside and it was cold. Well, did you wear like a winter a winter hat? Because that's not gonna this is this hat you're wearing is not gonna warm you up. It always. You have like a Red Wings uh, Scully cap. No, I should get one though. You, you get one of those hats with the cool ears. I, I'll just wear the cat earphones. Earphones. You already lost them. You already lost them. I'm not buying you anything ever again. Okay. Fucking lost the cattery phones like a little, like a little, like a little minx. Uh, hello, everyone. Oh, so I was going to say, Marty, Marty sent me a Metal Gear Solid 4 disc that does not work. There's like no data on the disc whatsoever. I still kept it because Marty sent it to me. See? That's called friendship. <laughs> and I forgot to invoice it too. So, so that's just, that's just. $20 out of my account that I forgot about. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Fat Highlander, right off the bat with a $5 donation. The hills were loud today. Yes, Fat Highlander. Uh, today, as you can see, we are going to be talking about the pretty substantial amount of Silent Hill news that just dropped uh, two hours ago during the Silent Hill uh, transmission stream. Yeah, which I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm the I'm the, I'm the big Silent Hill fan here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna break everything down for all of you. I'm gonna break everything down for for Casey and Nick, and we're gonna see if anyone's yeah, excited. Lots of questions. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna be chatting about uh, the closure of G4, um, which was a, a, a very sad event, but one that a lot of folks could see on the horizon. Um, so we have some thoughts on that. We'll be talking about then a bunch of stuff we've been playing. I reviewed Plague Tale Requiem, big old game featuring the most rats in any game ever. I don't know if they, that's like official, but it's got to be. Very there are so many rats in that yeah. game. It's beyond official. What are they competing with? There is a disgusting amount of rats in that game. So What's the second most? Like the first Plague Tale? The first Plague Tale, yeah. <laughs> Probably the first Plague Tale, yeah. Well, there's one There's one dungeon in Persona 5 where your party turns into rats, but there's like seven of you. So that's not that many rats. Probably Skyrim, then. Skyrim's probably got a lot yeah. of rats. Yeah, I guess any MMO. Like, wow. EverQuest. <laughs> yeah, a lot well, of rats. Vermintide, all the enemies were rats in that. So that might, that might be a lot closer. Now that I'm thinking about it. Think oh, about yeah, that. Last or crew, that whole race of people are little ratmen. Oh, yeah, that's right. There you go. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, talk about other stuff we've been playing. Um, very exciting. And yeah, thank you, uh, Highlander, for uh, donating that $5. As you guys can see, we are making incredible progress towards our next goal, almost at 40% of our goal uh, to film Adventurous Nye Season 3 live in Wisconsin next year. Bring out the entire, entire crew, bring out Casey and Jesse and Yahtzee and Amy to Wisconsin. Nick, Omar, and I will be there. There's going to be all sorts of shenanigans. It's going to be great. So thank you guys so much for those uh, super chats. Get them in throughout the show. If you have questions, if you want to talk about Silent Hill, if you want to talk about anything, get those in. And then, of course, uh, on Patreon, we hit our goal for Jack and Yahtzee to play Pulsar Lost Colony, which is oh, very exciting. 
We're setting up that stream soon. And then uh, our next goal is for Darren Mooney to finally jump back in the world of video games with Immortality. I, I don't know if he should play Immortality or The Last of Us. One of them. We'll play, both. We'll, play, we'll play both. He'll play both. He'll, He'll become a big gamer boy. He's yeah. become a little gamer boy. I would say start him off with Immortality. I feel like The Last of Us might be... Immortality would be fun. I want to see... not been touching games for a while. Yeah, I just want to see like his critique of a game like Immortality. I think it's more interesting. My thing is, video games are terrible, and Darren's wonderful, and I don't want him to be ruined by video Bring games. Bring him down to our level. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, I feel like video games versus the like just TV and movie fandom are pretty much even in terms of terribleness. This is true. He so, literally just got out of a Black Adam screaming screening. So what a screaming! <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the word screaming works too. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a little screaming. Uh, <laughs> oh fucking Darren's great. Um, yeah. So again, thank you guys so much. Uh, so jumping into it, the Silent Hill transmissions uh, stream. Uh, it revealed. Five things, three of which were games, one of which was a movie, and one of which I still don't know what it is. An interactive <laughs> yeah. experience, which means... An interactive experience, which you know what uh, video games are interactive experiences, so... Gonna, going to see Black Adam in a theater. I think it's like one of those things they did on Netflix where like you could help direct the story by voting in polls or something like that. Yes, but it seems even more complicated because I think it's on a mass level. I've heard it more compared to... Well, we'll get there. I've heard it compared, okay. compared right, to yeah, Twitch right. Plays Pokemon. Uh... But okay. I guess with sexy zombie nurses and manifestations of your own guilt. Um, so the first thing, the biggest thing, the thing in our headline, uh, Silent Hill 2 Remake, which has been uh, rumored for quite a while, was officially revealed. It's being developed by Bloober Team, the uh, Polish studio behind the Layers of Fear games, uh, Blair Witch, Observer, and The Medium most recently. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it just looks like... It looks like a full-on remake of, of Silent Hill 2 from 2001. It started with, uh, you know, James Sunderland in the bathroom, and it started with Mary's letter, and we got Akira Yamaoka's music, and, and they did, they did uh, uh, you know, um, clarify that Yamaoka and uh, Masahiro Ito, who did a lot of the art direction of the original game, are both going to be back, and they're both on the project. Um, it is coming out next year. It is going to be a PS5 exclusive. Um, and in the in the wording, it said for one year, a console exclusive on PS5, but it will also be coming to Steam. So that's good. So more people are going to be able to play it. Uh, they said it's in UE5, uh, and then they, they touted that it's, the game is going to have seamless zero loading screens and rebuilt combat, which makes sense because the combat in the original is um, bad. But it's kind of supposed to be bad. So I don't know what, what this combat is. I mean, it's a horror game, right? No it's a horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't be a horror game and have good combat, right? Um, so a few things. One, uh, people are asking, I wonder what Yahtzee's going to think. Yahtzee's going to fucking hate this because he next. does not like Bloober Team. He does not like reba uh, remakes and he does not like anyone touching the things he likes. <laughs> and he likes Silent Hill too. <laughs> so he's uh, next very much. punctuation topic will be on this. So you'll be able to watch it, that next Thursday if you're members. Perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I have some reservations, too, because the original game is so kind of built around the limitations of the PS2 at the time. This was 2001. This was a year after the PS2 came out. It was it was a very early PS2 game in the same fall as stuff like Eco and Grand Theft Auto 3 um, and Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, and it, it used sort of the limitations, you know, both. The PS2 was an impressive jump over the PS1, but it used the limitations of the hardware and and sort of the weirdness of the script and the voice acting to create like a strange atmosphere. And I from what they've shown, they're playing it very straight. 
and things are supposed to look very realistic and and they're playing it like real horror so this thing is going to have a tone that is way different than silent hill 2 um so i i think right off the bat like i'm already in my mind just separating it being like this is a different thing don't don't sort of conflate the two of them I mean, but couldn't you have said the same thing about Resident Evil 2's remake and how that mm-hmm. game's limitations kind of, you know, worked around it to kind of give you the experience that you got? And it was super hokey, but people love that and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this new remake is a different thing, but managed to capture a lot of what people kind of remembered and thought about that experience. And like, it, it's been pretty well received. Yeah. I'm sure it's the reason why they're they're going and doing this, because Silent Hill and Resident Evil are kind of like... Sure, yeah. And Resident Evil has a long history of, you know, the Resident Evil 1 remake for GameCube definitely took like, you know, the game is silly as shit on PS1. And then the remake um, is is much more serious. And, but I think just in every way, shape and form better. And I feel the same way about RE2. And, you know, we're going to be talking about that in a few months with Resident Evil 4, which, um, you know, is doing a similar thing. And Resident Evil 4 has a similar strange, campy style to it that I think they're going to get rid of or have to remove some elements of it for the new game. So... I mean, that will we'll literally see that tomorrow because tomorrow afternoon there's a Resident Evil stream, weirdly enough. Oh, um, wow. That's going to be showing. You're all just waiting for Halloween. Yeah, all, I'm surprised that the two companies didn't just do it at the same time. I, um, I feel like, yeah, Silent Hill 2 like, is so important that Konami's DNA is a publisher. Like, I feel like they just yeah. can't afford to fuck this up. Like, they, they really can't. Yeah. I mean, especially if they're, you know, Konami's been out of the game publishing scene for really a while now. I mean, you know, if you want to count Metal Gear Survive in there or or uh what was that real piece of shit game they did a couple of months or like last year uh this is a remake the, the soccer game no no not well yeah that's that was a piece of shit too uh but <laughs> uh no it was like, survive no not i already said Metal Gear survive it was a uh con- contra no I don't, there's a lot of shitty country games I don't, those country I don't games remember, are shitty yeah. yeah let's reviewed it i don't remember it was just a really shitty konami game but i mean like their whole thing lately has been let's get back to the publishing business for real and do it you do it right yeah so that's the thing is i i came out of this stream cautiously optimistic and the thing i'm the least optimistic about is this remake i i shouldn't say the least optimistic i think this remake is going to be completely fucking fine i think it's going to be fine i think it's gonna look pretty i think it's gonna be spooky i think it's gonna have cool music i think it's gonna tell that same story um i think it's gonna lose a lot of the charm of the original and i already didn't like how the the james's face looked which is a weird thing to say but like they showed you know there's that iconic uh, shot in in silent hill 2 of him looking into the mirror and sort of touching face and that's like one of the opening shots of the game. And it's like a, a pretty iconic shot. And that's how this trailer opened. And the man just looked different. And I was like, I don't like this man looking different. <laughs> I don't like him looking different. He clearly looks better. Like, he's got right. more, he's he, got he more graphics like on his now. face. Yeah, he's got more graphics. But uh, yeah, didn't didn't like it. So my, my biggest complaint here is with Resident Evil 4, if you don't like the Resident Evil 4 remake, it's fucking simple to play Resident Evil 4 original on anything on Switch, on any console, on PC, it's everywhere, it's on VR. Um, it is a pain in the ass to play a good port of Silent Hill 2 because the like 360 collection, the HD collection, like they really fucked up that port. That is not a very yeah, good Yeah, I was going to say that they they did remaster that mm-hmm. original game at some point, right? But yeah. everyone hated that. 
Yeah, and like unlike the like the Metal Gear Solid two and three remasters, like the ones we've been playing, um, Casey, I think are really good remasters, and they add a lot of quality of life so. things. They let you, you know, move the camera around, which is a very <laughs> novel concept. Um, whereas the Silent Hill two one, like they didn't understand how the fog worked, <laughs> and so a lot of the fog is just missing. Which is like, well, that's weird in the game. And also, the weirdest fucking thing is they changed. I don't think they couldn't find the source code for the font on the Silent Hill sign, like "Welcome to Silent Hill," and they changed it to Comic Sans. And it's the weirdest. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know why they did that. Um, but very strange. To scare you, clearly. To scare me, yeah, and it, it clearly worked. Um, but the thing I'm excited about are other games they announced, uh, uh, specific, uh, specifically two other games, one called Silent Hill Townfall and one that is currently codenamed Silent Hill F, although it could actually be named Silent Hill F because uh, it, is, it is a Japanese centric game. And in Japanese stories, F sort of uh, is a connotation for like an alternate timeline. There's like been like Wild, uh, Wild Arms F was a game that was like a Wild Arms Wild Arms game set in an alternate timeline. And I think there's been some anime that do that, like tossing an F. Like that's, I guess, what the F means. Um, uh, the first thing that hit me was like, is is that like a symbol in music? Like, is is that, does that mean a thing when you have a little F? Because I... Uh, are you expecting one of us to know how music works? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm asking the, the crowd here because I don't know. But that's that's just where my brain went. It was like, oh, is that like a musical uh, yeah, thing? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a note. Uh, I don't that's minor. F is one of the notes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Your forte. Yeah. Yeah. Forte, forte is forte. El Nocto. Yeah. Sound off in the comments below if you know more about music than you do. Forte uh, loud. Silent Hill loud. The, <laughs> yeah, but the cool. game seemed very quiet. That was the thing. It didn't seem loud at all. Um, so, uh, I got, yeah, we'll start with uh, F. That's uh, the last game they showed. It. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing the trailer in the chat if anyone wants to watch it. Uh, it is set in the 60s in a small Japanese village that seems to be infected by almost like a a chrysalid like flower based evil and so like, the evil has a sort of beautiful symmetrical look to it um they showed things like that like it, it looked like a very old i mean it takes place in the 60s but it looked like an older what you would think of japanese town uh they showed like tori gates and these real ominous flowers yeah, like and the, the last area. shot of it was this like flower monster who was just sitting there and then their face peeled off and let me tell you that looks sick and the sound effect was sick so <laughs> well, yeah that was that was good imagery that was, yeah uh very creepy. Yeah. So it's being developed by a Taiwanese developer named Neobards that has done like some of the some Resident Evil porting and side work and stuff. So uh, I don't know a lot about them, but it's being written by uh, Ryukishi 07, who and it's the pen name of a of someone who's written a bunch of Japanese visual novels, including a series called When They Cry, which is this really great and like critically acclaimed uh, horror mystery series that like people fucking love. And so like people were blowing up when they were like, oh, my God, this guy's writing it. You know, it's like someone they're like, oh, shit, like Konami actually got someone like crazy talented and who really understands like a unique blend of interactive horror to to write this thing. So um, that so seems be well written. Let's just hope it's a good game then. Yeah. So that yeah, like that, that's what I'm wondering. So they got someone who writes visual novels for this. Do we know whether or not this is a visual novel? <laughs> uh. My gut would say no. It. No, they said it was like the next major iteration of Silent Hill. Yeah. Did they? All right, maybe I missed that part. Well, no, it's not yeah. like, I don't think it's just like Silent Hill 5, but I think it's like a game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, their, it was their final thing they showed, right? It's like. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. they just had the least to show. I think that was why it was the final yeah, thing. Probably. And they didn't want to end on that weird interactive thing that we don't understand right. yet. 
uh, and then the uh, the other game, which probably was the thing I was most excited about, was called uh, Silent Hill Townfall. Dropping the teaser for that in there. Uh, it's developed, well, it's published by Annapurna, which that was immediately like, interesting. Annapurna generally publishes really good stuff, and I wouldn't have expected them to publish a, uh, a Silent Hill thing. Uh, and developed by No Code, who uh, is a uh, Scottish studio who's best known for a game called Observation, and more importantly to me, a game called Stories Untold which is one of my favorite horror games of like the last 10 years. It's this, um, it's these four kind of short stories all told in a single game. Um, and there's four short stories kind of about technology, um, but just really fucking great. And like when Yahtzee and I were talking about how more games need short stories, this was one of the first things that came to mind. It has a really, the, the teaser for um, the uh, Townfall is really great, really atmospheric, looks really cool. We don't know anything about how the gameplay is going to work. Um, you know, if it's, you know, if you look at what No Code has done before, as well as what Annapurna publishes, I would imagine it's gonna feel indie-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is like a this is a developer who, you know, really puts their thumbprint on things. So it's also a lot uh, of the former people that worked on Alien Isolation. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there you go, Casey. You excited? Okay. All I got to <laughs> do is cut off the the third half of whatever it is they make. They got, they got gold on their hands. <laughs> that was their problem is they put three halves in something. That's too many halves. You gotta you gotta stick with two halves. Uh but yeah I, I if people want a good spooky game for Halloween, I highly recommend uh Stories Untold. Uh it's only like ten bucks. It's on uh, Steam. It's on uh I, I played it on Switch. Um really cool. So highly recommend that. Uh they also announced a movie. Uh so they announced an adaptation of Silent Hill 2 directed by Christoph Gans, who directed the first Silent Hill movie. And he also directed The Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is pretty much just Bloodborne, the movie. Um, right. So first yeah, off, I've heard yeah. That. Did yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's only directed like five things in his life. And uh, like the last thing was a Beauty and the Beast adaptation like 10 years ago starring Leah Sadu. Um, but uh, uh, the original Silent Hill movie, I think, is it nails the visuals. And I think it's screenplay is dog shit. <laughs> and so if they just hire someone who's good at writing, <laughs> then <laughs> just do that. <laughs> like this guy well, nailed the, the visuals. That's the trade-off. You you get you'll get the bad visuals now, but good writing. So this is like you a can't monkey, have a monkey's paw. Yeah, you can't have both. It's um, you can't have both. You get one or the other. Yeah, but they used, it Konami used to give us both with Metal Gear and with <laughs> and with Castlevania and with Silent Hill. Konami didn't give you both. The smart game designers did. That's well, Konami, they were they were under the Konami umbrella. They were nice. And then the last thing was Silent Hill Ascension, which is the thing we keep sort of stumbling over. It's um, this weird co-production between JJ uh, Abrams' company, Bad Robot, uh, Behavior Interactive, who did. Um, uh, who does Dead by Daylight and this company Genvid who does Miles which are massively interactive live events and they said it's interactive fiction on a mass scale that involves streaming that can influence a story and I've watched trailers for they did like a Walking Dead thing called The Last Mile I've watched trailers for it I still don't understand what it is some, some <laughs> I was gonna say like if, if we want to get more insight like, we just need to look at the Miles company right because I like tried it whatever they do Gen, that's what Genvid is and it's see I feel like it's a shell company for something else <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I don't uh this this th- this seems like the most like experimental like you probably don't have to worry about this thing like you know what I mean like if if you're not worried I don't know like does anyone know what the Walking Dead the last mile was 
I just remember seeing no. trailers for it and it looked really bad. So, so yeah, it's that's, like a, that's, I think, I'm pretty sure it's like a Facebook game. There you go. So, oh, so you're, maybe you're, maybe they're just trying to hit um, a mobile market. Like we we talked about this previously. Yeah, maybe they're trying to hit everyone's ants. <laughs> Your aunt's gonna get in the Silent Hill. Yeah, pretty much. Talked about this pre- uh, pretty recently, where companies are kind of now, like you said, like the Marvel phase announcement. They're like saying, like, "Hey, look at all the stuff we're planning to do. It's all mm-hmm. on one franchise, but there's a lot of it. So stay, keep paying attention, keep giving us your money." Yeah, so like, yeah. Mobile. They're trying to hit casual. They're trying to hit hardcore. They're trying to hit multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, they're so doing they're, remakes they're that like bases. appeal directly to nostalgia and then new yeah, projects and yeah. yeah. I, I did, yeah, the VGC was reporting a while back the rumors that there's a new Castlevania game that makes works too. So, which I I'm writing like, up. I'm, I feel like Mercury uh, Steam might be working on that just because they did the uh, last view, and they're also right. working on Dark Fantasy IP. But they said it's a new Good. IP, so maybe it's a new Castlevania something. But that's not a new IP. That's Castlevania. I know, I know. I mean, maybe it's inspired by Castlevania, but not Castlevania. Uh, let Mercury Steam make their own thing. I hope so. Listen, they did so good in Metroid Dread, or just have them make they another did. Metroid. <laughs> Either do, you do your own do you thing, the game or they keep made. making the stuff I like. Do you even remember what the game was that they made before Metroid Dread? Samus Returns. No, they made that uh, uh, like space like looter shooter game. Okay, maybe they shouldn't be allowed to make their own games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Base Lords? Yeah, Space Lords. And I don't know if anybody played it. Yeah. I no, never saw a um, single person talk about that game that they made. Uh, no, thank you. Just keep making uh, keep making Metroid games, please. Uh, <laughs> just do, Metroid Dread was really good. You it can just do, just do that again. <laughs> just make Metroid Dreads. Um, I have a hot take. Today... Yeah, right. When we look back, this is going to be the day when Konami started their comeback. <laughs> I think five years from now, we're going to be talking about, man, isn't it crazy that Konami went like 15 years fucking it up, and then now they're back at the top of their game? Konami's come back. They're going to have a stream like this for Metal Gear. They're going to have a stream like this for Castlevania. I'd... I think they're just they're They've been they've been like they've been circling, circling the horses. This entire time, they've been they've been dipping their fingers in a bunch of ponds, letting other people play in their IP. We're gonna be getting we're gonna be getting our from software Castlevania game. <laughs> we're gonna be you but know I mean, we're they're, gonna be, we're, they're still letting other people play with their IP though. Like they gave Bluebird, they gave the Silent Hill two rank to Bluebird team, whose games like are okay. They're not. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's a weird. I, I it's not a weird decision because like that's what Bluebird team does is horror. But I mean, if there's action and all that stuff, like Bluebird Team hasn't done any of that. It's all been walking sims for the most part. I mean, the medium. There's hardly any play, interaction in the medium either. I, I know it's like Silent Hill, but I mean, there's no action. I mean, the medium is just them being like, we want to do a Silent Hill game. And then I guess they were like, sure. <laughs> yeah. It was their interview for, for this. Yeah. 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 Well, I, yeah, um, I, I also I think, think uh, yeah, until... You can make that prediction. I I have no ties. I, I have I no ties to the Silent Hill franchise, but I mean, if they can pull, if they can pull a Capcom, that'd be awesome. You know, reinvent yeah. themselves in that way. I'm, I'm yeah. sure hope they do because they have, they do sit on a lot of great IPs that are nobody's touching. But yeah, they, uh, yeah. I mean, we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen before with Capcom, who's a similar, um, you know, similar developer and publisher. Um, I also think that they held back the announcement of the actual Silent Hill Five. Mm-hmm. which I think is being developed internally at Sony um, with some former silent folks. And we're also getting Slitterhead, 
Yeah, I, I know you guys. Back. Some sometimes you guys forget about Slitterhead, but I just want to make sure I, everyone. Yeah, I was. I've been waiting the whole thing for reminding me. You've been waiting. You should have brought up Slitterhead right at the top when you, we were talking you about. Were, you were talking. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay, that was actually that was actually really nice. I thought you were just going to say something sassy, but like what you said was pretty good. No, uh, if you guys don't remember Slitterhead, Slitterhead's coming. Uh, Slitterhead link is coming your way, guys. You guys are saying Slitterhead entirely too much. It's, it's making me uncomfortable. Slitterhead, Slitterhead, Slitterhead. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> also, I feel like if you say Slitterhead enough, you're gonna fuck up and say something bad. Yeah, and that's, that's what I keep being scared of. Like I'm looking at that word, like that doesn't look like a right word to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm excited that we're getting more spotlights on Spookies. Between Silent Hill, we're getting a spotlight on Spooky. Rezzy's coming back. Spotlight on Spooky. We got Dead Space, Spotlight on Space, Space Spooky. <laughs> Callisto Protocol, which is just that other game, but but different. Alone in the Dark's coming back in Louisiana. It'll probably be really bad, but I like Louisiana. So that seems great. Uh, I'm just great. It's great. We're spe- they're spending lots of money on Spooky stuff, and then there's a bunch of good indie games. So this is great. We're doing well. There's that Outlast Trials game that I still don't think is real that Nick keeps talking about. It's, in, it's like in closed beta right now, I think. Yeah, so is Star Citizen. Well, <laughs> I have a buddy that's put hundreds of hours in the Star Citizen. You keep so. saying that. He, he, yeah, I don't know. He I don't know. Why, don't you have it, why don't you have him write for the site? I, I asked him if he wanted to to write up his experience okay. on it. If somebody in the chat is into... Uh, I know. I think Andrew Hickenbottom plays a lot of Star Citizen, so you want to come right up? Why the hell? What the hell? Star Citizen is this? Is this is? Uh, let me know. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone has any thoughts on Slitterhead, uh, hit us up. We have a Slitterhead Discord. I'd moderate r slash Slitterhead. Make sure you do not misspell that because it will take you to a subreddit that I do not condone. Um, so watch out for that. Uh, before we move on, the next topic we have a couple super chats. Uh, Joshua Klaus with a $5 dono. Thank you so much. Joshua says, love everything you guys do. Thanks for the entertainment. Joshua, thank you so much. And Pixel Grip with that $10 dono said, hey, guys, love all you. Two people love all we do. This Hell is incredible. Yeah. How You can't love everything we do. Some of the stuff we do isn't good. Like, and that's that's me included. <laughs> Some stuff, not only that I'm a part of, but that I'm leading. Not great. Uh, hey guys, love all you do and glad to be a patron. Unrelated question. I just played the PS5 Klonoa remaster and loved it. Have any of you played the remaster or the original and have any thoughts on either? Klonoa. No. Why do I know that name? In this but case, I don't remember what it is. It's it's like a little rabbit uh, kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a friend a who absolutely loves Klonoa. Is it me? He would not. Sh- it's not you, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that, that's, that's the reason why Klonoa sticks in my brain because one of my best friends absolutely loves that rabbit boy. He he stays uh, hyping him up. I don't I don't I don't know. It's incredible. Klonoa is didn't remarkable. Play this? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think any of us played it because I bought it. I played through it all, and I had no medium to talk about it here. Oh, <laughs> so let me tell you, Klonoa. Uh, this uh, uh, the the remaster that came out over the summer uh, combines Klonoa One, which was for PS One, Klonoa Two, Door into Phantomville, which was for PS Two. Uh, combines both games in a single package. Remastered visuals. Uh, the games are interesting because they're. Uh, 2d platforms that kind of use like the 3d uh like like kind of used the foreground and background like a little bit like i don't know like kirby 64 kind of if you guys played that it was like a similar era as kirby 64 too so it's like a 2d platformer where like you'll see in the background like the platform you're going on is like curved and so you'll eventually end up at like the spot in the background but like you can't like fall off the edge on like the sides or anything so um games are really good they're really uh cute whimsical uh puzzle platformers that have the most depressing ending 
it is insane <laughs> that this children's game where you play a rabbit has a heartbreaking ending. Um, okay. I don't I don't know how they let them do that, <laughs> but they did. <laughs> uh, but I highly recommend the collection. Uh, it's available on, on everything. I played on Switch. It runs great on Switch. I think it's like 30 or 40 bucks. Uh, I think it was just on sale a little while ago, too. Um, highly recommend it if you like to platformers. And yes, Amy, we did say your name. You were only half listening. Nick lied and said you played a Kanoa game that you did not. Uh, and Tim Mio with a $20 donation. Thank you so much, Tim. That's that's Thank incredible. You. So excited about all these announcements. Thanks for all the great coverage, guys. Passing on a little joy. Thank you so much, Tim. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people are like, optim- I don't know about optimistic about these Silent Hill games, but at least curious. <laughs> I mean, F and uh, Townfall, both the trailers are both fucking sick. Like, those yeah. are just good ass trailers that I'm like stoked for. And Townfall has the pedigree of the developer. Townfall does. F yeah, has F- the pedigree of the writer. Yeah, F F is the one I'm curious about, but I don't know. Like, if Konami is putting funding into those studios, they might have pulled in big talent or something. Who knows? Yeah, and I think they've said no code has doubled in size, and like Bloober yeah. keeps growing in size. Um, and some folks I saw uh, before the stream started were asking like, uh, like our our um, Bloober just failing upwards. How do they make money? Uh, Layers of Fear sold a shit ton of copies. And it was a, a pretty low budget game. And then <clears throat> their Blair Witch game and the Medium both had uh, Game Pass backing. So um, I, I think their I, games have been played by a lot of people and have have I th- been monetarily supported by a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, I, I like. I don't think Bluebird's a bad developer at all. Like, I, I mean, they they definitely get atmosphere and sound design and all that right. Um, they're just their gameplay hasn't been much to write home about yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they have to be a pretty big team in Poland now because I mean they're working on layers of fears still a stupid title but we know. gotta we gotta do something about that what's going <laughs> yeah. on Poland Poland you crazy for this one we'll call layers it, of fears let's we'll call it Loth from now on yeah Lofts Lofts that's more memorable than layers of fears go layers of fears really yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean granted they were gonna call Silent Hills like they just <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. That's not too bad. I, I'm not really mad at that, honestly. Yeah. Or were there actually going to be hills? Uh, throwing s's on shit. One thing I am upset <laughs> hey, for. At least, at least they didn't call it uh, Silent Hill and make the F the S, or I mean the five the S <laughs> in front of the title. I mean they will for the fifth game. God I think. Damn it. Yeah, they probably <laughs> for the next proper game they will. Um, one thing I'm upset for. Just fucking release all the original games. Just let me download them on things. Let me pay money and play them. Like, let me pay money and play Silent Hill 1. There wasn't like a when I streamed Silent Hill 1, I had to fucking steal well. it because there's nowhere for me to buy it. And I have a copy of it, but like, just let me play this. You can't play it on Steam. You can't get it on. You can't just download it on any of these stores. It's fucking, fucking nonsense. Also, put PT back. What are we doing? Also, the stream opened up with a shot of the floor and a cockroach. And I'm like, PT's coming back. And then it was just the fucking bathroom from Silent Hill 2. And I'm like, you can't do that. That was the first shot yeah. of PT. They don't want to uh, reignite the whole Kojima thing. Like, they, they want to move away from that. Like, I, I feel like that's why Silent Hill is where they stepped forward and not like all a bunch of Metal Gear stuff because they want to try to reestablish like yeah. we're a company. We're not all about Kojima. He's over there doing his thing. We're fine. Like we're we're back in the dating scene. <laughs> We've got our pachinkos. Like, single single and ready to mingle. Yeah, we exactly. got our pachinko. Uh, <laughs> like, um, that's, let's see, that's how they could hold everybody hostage. Like buy our games or return it all into pachinko. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the only one that says I'm not lying they really did lose part of the code for Silent Hill 2 they can't properly give it to you we'll fucking find it <laughs> yeah. I've lost things before and I found them eventually still fix your closet though 
that's not losing something. The door is right there. I didn't lose the door. Well, that's going to yeah, be broke, where the source code if... is. In your broken closet that nobody thinks to look into because it's broken. I've been in I have I have puzzles in that closet. <laughs> that's where I keep my jigsaws. <laughs> that makes me sound like a serial killer. I'm not a serial <laughs> yeah, killer. Yeah. That's um, where a jigsaw puzzle would be in a broken closet. It makes perfect this sense. This is true. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a shitty survival horror game. Uh, and uh, yeah, as we mentioned, tomorrow at 5 p.m. Central is the Resident Evil Showcase, where they said they're going to show um, the Resident Evil Village Game of the Year Edition DLC stuff that's coming out in like a week, as well as some more Resi 4 Remake. So um Tune in for that. We're not going to be streaming it, but just tune in for that. It'll be neat. Um, cool. Moving on to our next topic. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, sad news in games media world uh, earlier this week with the, um, I guess, foreseeable closure of G4 after mass layoffs a few weeks ago. Um, they did it over the weekend, which is really shitty. People found out like via Wario 64 tweets. Like the completionist yeah. was like, this is a cool way to find out that I don't have, that I lost my job. Um, like some of just, them were on a stream, I think. How fucked up is that? I mean, <laughs> like, it's, it's te- technically, technically how we found out we were being sold, too. <laughs> yeah, but we still had jobs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were lucky. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick, you, you obviously have a vested interest in in, uh, in games media. Uh, what, what were your thoughts surrounding this? Oh, also, really quick beforehand, Fat Highlander with a $5 donation said Marty's Closet Fund. Right. We're going to get there. I don't know. I don't think it's money to fix my closet. It's just me, like, Googling how do I fix my closet. <laughs> Sorry. Nick, more importantly. Uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to bring up the topic of games media on, on the breakout for a while now, just because I like talking about the business side of things. But uh, games media has kind of had it rough <laughs> the last month and a half or so. I mean, Fanbyte yeah. got shuttered. Uh, Mike got shuttered. Uh, Game Informer had layoffs not too long ago, too. And then, uh, whatchamacallit, now, now G4 is completely dead. Um so the, the the context yeah. the context behind G four was like that it just had a ton of money behind it it was part of like Comcast Network again uh, I mean I, when the first news of like the first thirty people that were laid off like a couple weeks ago like literally had they had two hundred people working there and like I today I was like looking through Twitter and like uh, one of the people working there I'm not gonna I'm just not gonna name them because I don't want anybody to go bother them but because um, I like them. Uh, they had a video like a walkthrough of the studio and i mean this studio is just massive like these huge production sets and everything lighting all this stuff in the wall you know big cantina all this stuff and i'm just like you know when you go back and look at their content that you've been doing for the year that they've been back i'm like what do you need all that what is all this for like we're doing pretty much the same things on <laughs> not even a, a 100th of the budget to, to be fair, they did have a lot of like actual like production. Like they had like little TV shows in the works. They had like you know skits. Like they they did like straight up comedy shows. They did game shows. They had lots of like guests. Like like mostly wrestlers. Right. They had like a real big wrestling yeah. connection to like WWE and stuff. The problem is so like though... they did do like a ton of like live shows and like heavily produced shows. Like they were they were launching literally like an internet TV series as this was you know, all falling down around him. So like they used all that production stuff. Well, like, they, they, they were making well yeah, you can, you can use all of it, but I mean, they didn't have the audience to support that stuff. That's the problem. Uh, they should have started small. I don't know. They re- they didn't. I mean, you could have looked at their Twitch streams. I mean, they had a few hundred people at most on a lot of them, except at their launch when they had a couple thousand. Um, but it was just like, I, I, one of the conversations I've been kind I, of I seeing, feel like the Twitch stuff was always pretty 
lively. Like anytime, because because I follow Two. them on a regular basis. Like I really like G four. Yeah, but we're talking. I'm, we're talking. But like half half of this business was like on TV though. Like that's the part that I that I was very confused about. Like it was a yeah. Comcast yeah. thing. So I I I don't know because I I don't have Comcast anymore. I don't know what part of their productions were showing up on like a TV channel. And I have to imagine that's where they were like losing a ton of money. Well, I mean, a lot of that's bankrolled by Capcom. They were losing all the money on having salaries for 200 people. Comcast, not Capcom. Or Comcast, yeah. Just out of my stuff. Capcomcast. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't know. Like, one of the the interesting conversations, and the reason I bring it up, too, is because, like, we had to, you know, rebuild the escapist brand, so, like, we were kind of in the same spot as, like, G4, uh, you know, when Mm -hmm. they came back, where it's like we had to decide a vision for ourselves and what we wanted to be. Um, and so it's been interesting seeing like how G4 handled that completely differently than we did. Um, I don't know, massive budget. And like all, when I was watching what they were doing, I was kind of like jealous at first. I was like, man, it'd be nice to have that big of a budget and be able to do all this cool stuff. And then the more that they went on, I'm like, oh God, <laughs> like I don't want, I don't want to deal with all that money. Like that's, it's uh, so much pressure to put on that team at starting out to have this massive audience with like, I mean, a lot of people that just, you know, they they would bring in the completionist or, or whoever, but I mean, like those, I don't think those people have the audience to sustain a whole network. I disagree. Like a, a lot of the thing is, I hadn't heard about a lot of the hosts that they brought on um, at the start, but other people had. Like they they did pick up on people who had like rather uh, strong not maybe like super massive, but like pretty big followings. So they collected them all into a pot and those people did follow them. Like that's who was watching G4 for the most part. Um, and then in addition to that was like all the people who remembered G4 from their childhood or whatever and wanted to see what it was like now. And there was a disconnect between the people who really liked those creators all together. And then the people who remember G4 as a TV channel. And now I'm not saying it's all of them, but a lot of those people were like, this isn't what I remember. And then, like, then honestly, I think most of that percent because I, I honestly feel like the the work that they did on G four was really good, yeah. and it was well liked by the people who were there watching. But there was a ton of people, as usual, talking about how much they hated it without actually ever really watching or interacting with it. Well, yeah, I think, and- I, I think what Nick's like, I think you're both right, but I think what Nick's saying is, I think they did have all that stuff, Casey, but. Uh, at the 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 scale of yeah. the production they had, like mm-hmm. the size of the office in one of the most expensive cities in the country and the amount of staff they had and how well the staff was being paid. And then those stories about how much guests would make, um, how specific 20, guests would make like 20 grand, to 30 for, grand for, for, yeah, for an appearance um, like that is Wild. just like that's just, um, you know, that's that's unstable like, yeah you know that that that's like not a not a business model that's gonna make sense yeah i think like casey i think you're like conflating the the people's love for the content versus the scale that they had to make to make back that money at that scale mm. and they were never going to do that that was never going to happen with putting millions and millions of dollars in there i mean like <laughs> i mean for their streams to make back the amount of money that they had to be pouring into that i mean had to have ten thousand plus people on probably every stream subscribing to just to make make some sort of bank i you know it's like but i mean yeah i mean you guys are you guys are right like they were they were putting way more money into like an internet show like a twitch uh yeah predominantly twitch thing than any Uh other twitch production but my question is if you do that then what was their goal like did they not want to chase down like you know 
advertisers and hey. branding like they they literally aired on a tv channel and would pause for commercials so like were were people not it, well if it's, yeah, any, if, it's if it's anything like, like how it, it worked within like mm -hmm. our parent company that we have now it's like mm -hmm. you know we we are a part of a network so when there's an ad sell through it's sent through like the entire network so they might have not actually had like direct sponsors on g4 it may have been a part of a package uh so that you know yeah we have a value add in g4 to, to you know ads are running on other cam comcast things here we put g4 in that package um but it, it's none of their none of their con like the, the problem with what they did was like they i think basically they somebody convinced investors on their side like hey this is a good idea to revive this brand let's throw a ton of money into it if we build it people will come and i don't think people showed up like they'd expected and the numbers that they'd hoped for like, like i think i think you're right about that but i think i think the mismatch is between um, like the TV exec world and like the, oh, the current is. video game entertainment yeah, world. Yeah, it absolutely like is. They, they built a network that they thought could bring people to TV and that's just not where gamers are anymore. Nope. So no. Like I feel like their Twitch, their YouTube stuff was fine. You know, they had an audience there that was interacting with them and liked them and enjoyed the content. But what they needed was for that audience to be watching them on Comcast so that they can see the ads, you know, pay for the service or whatever. And that just wasn't the case. That was never going to be the case. Yeah. G4, so I think that's the problem there. G4, if it was going to relaunch in that way, it should have been a subscription service from day one. <laughs> that was the Fair. only yeah. way it was ever going to survive yeah, yeah. as an ad-free model. And that's what we've been kind of championing on the escape is like this entire time is that like these companies, major media companies, unless you're IGN or GameSpot, maybe, maybe not even GameSpot anymore. Like, I think IGN might be the only one that's too big to fail at this point. But, I mean, every other media company, if you're going to start something up or start something new, it has to be subscription service. You have to have micro communities that are that are funding your model and build on top of that. Will you get a TV channel? I wish. Well, I mean, ZP was on You know Hulu who doesn't watch TV? Like, anyone young. what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the like... insane thing is like the, <laughs> no, I don't the want a TV <laughs> no, no, none of my nieces or nephews, none of them fucking watch TV. Like, are you kidding me? I, I, yeah, my, I, I don't know a single person that has Comcast to watch TV. I don't know a single person of our generation anymore that has cable. I don't know a single kid that I know watches cable. Like of my, of my friends that have kids. Like I don't know any of them that have cable in their house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems very strange. No, and yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I feel bad for everybody that was working there and everything, but I mean, like, it just, it seemed like a doomed to fail plan from the start. <laughs> I want to point out that Super Cool 9 says, I watch TV, though. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> dun -dun. Absolutely dun -dun. You are the one uh, out of 100 people. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like Nick said, obviously, it, it goes without saying, but like, seeing this these these sort of mass layoffs whether it's this or fanbite is like fucking brutal because these are people who live in expensive cities and who um have have need health care and who you know mm -hmm. no longer have job security and who have families and some people have like work visas tethered to this and might have to literally leave the country and it like fucking sucks yeah. like it just absolutely fucking sucks and it fucking sucks because it's like not the fault of the people making the things because the things fanbite and g4 were making were good but it's the mm -hmm. fault of the money people above them you know it's the fault of fucking tencent um i don't know what tencent is anymore and i don't know why they own fanbite but um ultimately just being like well this isn't this isn't necessary for us this isn't a part of our global domination and then the same thing like you said with like comcast just like 
just felt like it was probably just a bunch of fucking old people in a room deciding what to do with G4. Like old people in a room who didn't understand anything. Well, and that's like, it kind of surprised me. Like the, like even the team running G4 wasn't like, this is a bad idea to run this on Comcast. Like why are they, you know, it wasn't their choice, I guess. I just, it's kind of like one of those things where like G4 getting, even getting hired for G4. Like if you had looked at the model at the start would have been like, this is too good to be true kind of thing. Because mm. like even even when the relaunch was happening, like that's that's how I felt about it. Like I was excited to see see it kind of come back because I just like was excited to see something new start up again and like go big, go for it. But I mean, like all you had to do was look at Ven to see how G four was going to go because Ven tried to do the same exact thing. I forgot about Ven. Yeah, the, the, yeah, everybody did. Nobody that thing launched, and I, I remember. I don't even know what Ven is. What is they, Ven? Yeah, because it didn't last at long at all. Um, but they were running ads for Ven on like our site and stuff from EG, and I would I took one look at it. I was like, this thing is dead in a year, and it was dead in like nine months. <laughs> like I no, I don't think anybody really watching gaming content like like ours or even what G Four was doing like really wants like these. I don't think they give a shit about you know big nice stages and stuff to talk from they just want to hear from personalities that are interesting they can listen to i mean you you say that but then kind of funny just launched their uh I, their big spare bedroom <laughs> it's a really large state well yeah but that's the thing that's the difference though is that kind of funny i mean the the people are the the draw kind of funny as a brand doesn't mm-hmm. really mean a whole lot it's the people that are there g4 yeah you might have you like you watched it so you you know better but i don't like when i think of g4 or even ign or really any of the bigger sites today like i couldn't i really don't know the personalities that are running them that's like why i think well i mean g4 had personalities it's just those personalities no i know it i know it had personalities but it wasn't like (laughs) like kevin Pereira, adam uh sessler right but i mean like like, and they were there but then yeah they had a bunch of new people yeah but i mean like as far as like mainstream people like greg miller colin moriarty you know all the guys running that ran or ran are now running uh, kind of funny. Like those are just names, you know, throughout the industry. I don't think everybody knows who like the completionist is and everything. And that's not a, a slight to him or anything. It's just, I Greg Miller and the completionist are on two different scales of like recognizable names. And especially when you think, back to, especially I, when you think back to old G. I, I, I don't, I, I feel like that. Do, do you think any, cause... do you think anybody else on our team knows the completionist? Yeah. Yes. You, you do? I think so. I think the completionist is a very big YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I'm not so much in the YouTube scene, but as far as That's... like the rest of <laughs> the, the wait, wait, I mean, the completion, <laughs> I could say the completionist is way more known than Colin is. Okay. I could say that without, without question. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's also, so one of the, one of the differences is when G4 was originally around, it was, um, uh, it didn't have the amount of competition that there no, is now. You're right. <laughs> like, whereas, so now it came back and the reason there's, there's very few, like fuck, there'll be fucking YouTubers that come up and I'm like, who is this person with 10 million subscribers? Right. I literally don't know who they are. Every time we joke around about it, fucking game awards where they're like, Oh no, it's biznatch and biznatch has a hundred million <laughs> subscribers. Well, who's biznatch? Why is Twitter biznatch so broke. famous? Twitter just broke like two, three weeks ago because some Minecraft streamer named Dream revealed his face to the world for the first time. I don't know. I who had that was. never heard of who that was until Twitter broke because they all had seen this boy's face for the first time. Hmm. 
that guy yeah. is super big but yeah. like we just don't know about that stuff. well i guess I, my counter then would be who on comcast knows these people from what i remember hearing is apparently the the whole revival was uh some kind of young hotshot comcast executive son who was now a comcast executive like that was his big push was to bring g4 back and so you know he got it off the ground i guess gave him a bunch of money but then some stuff changed like he moved out of that position they had new management and the new management was like what the hell is going on oh, over geez. here well yeah so like and that that i think was when the writing was on the wall yeah well people uh, uh, as having just left a company with a bunch of people that have never worked on the ground floor of media dictating what we were supposed to do in media that's all it takes <laughs> <laughs> and that's the difference with something that's kind of funny is when we talked about them opening up their studio is that those know decisions were made by Greg and like Greg, Nick and Tim. Who yeah, founded that company. So it's not they're not they're not answering to a bunch of old white dudes in suits. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're the, the white, white old white dudes. In suits. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters. I'll, I'll never, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, for any for anybody watching, like I, I, I don't know. I didn't sign an NDA under Enthusiast Gaming. I have no problem shitting on Nick, them. What are we? Point. What are you? What are you about to say? Whatever you about to say, just probably don't. Let's just talk about Plague Tale. <laughs> what are we? I no, I just, it. I just want to like point out the executives on these things. Like the guy that was my boss, literally wanted plans from me, and in the middle of my plans, got on his phone and started talking to somebody else while I was talking to him. So you should have fought that man. <laughs> You've done that on a podcast before. Not in a business meeting. <laughs> what I are the podcasts, if not business meetings, where I want to talk about 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim? <laughs> what? Sorry, what uh, are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm this close to play. Okay, in full disclosure, <laughs> yeah. I was playing a little bit of Marvel Snap during the Outlast stream. Uh, <laughs> there was one jump scare, or there was one moment where I asked a question, and you were like, "The thing just happened in the game." I knew it, and I was I like, "Oh, I saw it." As well, I was playing Marvel Snap because the fuck, it was about to, re was when I was was about to refresh the daily challenges, and I needed to finish the daily challenges. <laughs> you you the gotta get those dailies in. Maybe that's I haven't I played Marvel Snap at all during this stream. Maybe that's what he's say. doing. Then he was in the Marvel Snap Snap beta. <laughs> I've been Marvel snapping, man. Well, all, all I will Ooh. say is like. You know, I bring I bring that up because like a lot of people are like, oh, you're begging for money at the subscriptions and everything. I was like, no, it's because we know what yes. we're doing. Yeah, we are. And we're also begging for money. <laughs> well, yeah, we know because we know what we're doing. Like the media execs at our previous company didn't know what they were doing, and I knew we would not survive without subscriptions. So, yep. the point being, those of you subscribing and super chatting or everything are why we are here today and why we got sold and are doing well. <laughs> so that's how yeah, important it is, and that's why. Uh, you know, I, I will die on this hill that launching or even running any media site today in this day and age and trying to focus on 100,000, a million, whatever views people with visiting is unrealistic will never happen. And you need micro communities to survive going forward. Million isn't cool. You know what it is? Unless you stream Minecraft. Billion, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Dream. Yeah. Who, Honey Money said, I'm very into the YouTube scene and yes, Dream is very big and he's a cheater. And I don't mean if you mean, I don't know if you mean like the, the Try Guy man a cheater or like he cheats at Minecraft, which I don't know. How uh, yeah, well, that, there's the whole drama when he was announced as the winner is like Twitter went crazy because he was a, he was a cheater. The winner of Minecraft? No, what, no, did he like the, build the, the largest game, the game powers or something? He, he won like a content creator of the year and everybody was calling him out for being cheating. Oh, those are the segments I go well, to. Cheating at. cheating at what? Like, like who, is Minecraft know. competitive now? Apparently, oh, honey money says he did a speed hack and cheated. I don't know. I don't know. How you, I don't know. How you I just call going fast. 
That's cool. Pull what, do you, Sonic, what, he did. what do you think Sonic does? Sonic, all, Sonic's all about this. I will, I will say to wrap up the conversation on G4 though, like that was, I, I think it was a, a doom thing from the start. Um, that's okay. Like that's how that goes. Sometimes it's really unfortunate for everybody who works there. I hope they'll land on their feet. I've of course reached out to a certain couple of people that I, I like from there to see if like they want to come do stuff with us. So I'm more than happy to help them out. Uh, but I will say like, I think the funniest thing though is how the internet is like, you know, frost ruined G4. And I'm like, none of those people were watching that shit anyways. <laughs> like they didn't want to watch anything they had to say. And they're just bandwagoning mm. on, on hating everything G4 does because it went. Like, I thought you said frost and I was like, our frost, no, no, our no. sweet Sebastian ruined G4, but no frost. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I have, I have listened to some interesting podcasts about that though. Like uh, there was a reporter that covered it and essentially like, they didn't know she was going to do that whole, you know, rant or whatever you want to call it that she did. Uh, and so <laughs> it was uh, just, I mean, how, how could they, I, like, you never know what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, they, with all their shows were scripted, X play and everything was scripted. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The segments were scripted and like the stuff that they were on was on teleprompters and apparently they were not prepared for her to do that. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, but that's what the guy did in the hit movie Network, and he became famous. <laughs> yeah. But that was a movie about a man on Network. But, uh, I don't know. You I, guys want to move on to? Ooh, no, we don't. Well, I was, I was just going to say the last, the last thing on that is like you know the people that always get mad when are that are you know supposedly being called out. It's like you weren't there watching it in the first place. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you mad about? Also, if people are calling out shitty people and you get offended by it, <laughs> yeah. maybe you're a shitty person. I, that's yeah, that's pretty much. So yeah. Um, cool. interesting, sad situation. Games media is yep. tough. We, that's, we, I think it's fun to talk about those things though sometimes because we are doing well and we appreciate all the support we get. Now you can translate like from like folks that. like Andrew White winner with a dollar and a donation that says, "Here's money <laughs> so that Nick and Casey can argue in person." It's coming. We're, we're what gonna if they fight. Yeah, I was gonna say let's like get some lightsabers and we'll see who is the real souls champ. I don't know what lightsabers have to do with the Soul series, but I'll. Did I fall in order? We can fight each other. Yeah, we can fight oh, you know each what? other. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. You go to jail if you. Yeah, we, we can film it. We'll get some uh, some special effects thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> we will make uh, a better. <laughs> what's the uh, like? It's always sunny. They they make Lethal Weapon Five. We'll make a better version of the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> JJ Abrams was too busy building his uh, Silent Hill experience that we don't understand. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Patabic, thank you so much for the donation, says the issue with this remake of Silent Hill 2 is that no matter how good it'll be, it will be sold in place of the original, which will stay abandoned where forever. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Just, just, this is why the moments like these, I'm just like pirate away. Just fucking, <laughs> just fucking sail the high seas, download whatever you want. There's no cops except for the cops and just <laughs> avoid those cops <laughs> when you're doing those things. Uh, and then, yeah, it'll be fine. But yeah, it sucks. What if they didn't lose the code for Silent Hill 2? What if a pirate stole it? Was Kojima? Do you think Kojima just like when they, when they <laughs> just, locked him out of the office, just went like hog wild, <laughs> just grabbing floppy disks and hard drives wherever he could? Stole the actual Jehudi from J- Zone of the Enders. He just went out in a big ass mech. Hmm. Uh, that seems like some stuff. Simple, uh, simple Simon also asks, "What if we don't hit our goal by the end of the year? Considering we've done just under forty percent in the first two weeks, I think we're okay. We'll be okay." You're also, if we don't hit the goal by the end of the year, you're just going to make uh, Amy cry. Yeah, do you really want that? Yeah, we'll just give all the money back. 
<laughs> like sorry no season three it's still all good I mean, that's how the kickstarters work right if it's a kickstarter doesn't hit its goal <laughs> no, the money so gets we're, refunded. we're in we're in indie go-go land you you keep what you make is that what how indie go-go like that's how indie go-go works yeah yeah i'm an indie go-go dancer <laughs> um moving on to stuff we've been playing uh really quick i just want to talk about plague tale requiem right, which uh uh is like low-key one of my favorite games of the year um i did my 3mr on it let me uh, uh, which was edited by KC. Oh, it was edited so well. I can't believe how good it was edited. Um, and I recorded I recorded the audio in a weird place, so I'm glad it actually sounded all right. I uh, knew something sounded fine. I can tell you were in a weird place. Okay, KC said it sounded fine, and you said I know. So what are you doing? Cause, I, I cause, could not hear the weirdness. Because I, I were listened. you in Silent Hills? Were you? <laughs> he was in his closet. His broken closet. Um, played that rock I was in the broken closet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is set uh, six months after the original game. Uh, honestly, don't worry. I was talking about this on another stream. Some people were like, uh, do I need to play the original game before I play this? The original game is good. I, I think this game is better in every way, shape, and form. And it's a busy season, so if you don't want to play the original, just watch like a 10-minute story recap, and you're going to be fine. It's just a fucking... It's a girl and her brother, and he's sick. It's fine. It's fine. I the second game's better. I think you should play the original. I don't think you need to. I, the character relationship they build up is like the whole point. I mean, it's just a bro- it's a sister who loves her brother. It yeah, but it, like there's so many good moments in the first. The first game is is fantastic. Go play that too. No, the first game so is the, fine. The, the highlight second game is great. We'll, we'll get that across then, right? Like yeah. the ten minute recap or whatever Marty mentioned. Oh, like, you'll, yeah. you'll like, oh play I'm just saying we shouldn't. We should. We as a society shouldn't feel the need to play through an entire series when a new game is coming yeah. out. There's one and that is spoken from a man who is that, failing at <laughs> doing that for Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm trying to build myself a way out. When you spent time rewatching Game of Thrones, you could have spent time playing the original Plague Tale. Uh, a, a counterpoint, Game of Thrones is way better than But you've Tale. already seen it. Yeah, but I saw it with fresh eyes. How do you? Uh, you don't have fresh uh, eyes. I'll, I'll, listen to me on, on recap. I do not. I, I desperately <laughs> need new glasses. Like the enamel's coming off. It's terrible. Um, how about I'm choking a jive on recap? Ooh, I'm 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 sauce. I'm bringing in characters from the original. I'm talking about illusions. I know what's going on with this fucking dagger. Don't that was that was time well spent. Play the original chat. Got you. Got you take there. a take a good recommend a game recommendation from somebody that likes good games like Halo. My recommendation is play <laughs> play the second game. You play both of them. How? No, don't play both of them. Just play the second game. Don't listen to Nick. No, I'm, I'm kind of a camp Marty here. Like I, no. I kind of want to try this. I don't have the time to play both the games, oh, so I exactly. think I'm just gonna go to the second game. And it's, and where's the first game at? Is the first game on Game Pass? It was for a while. It it's no longer on. Yeah, Game Pass. it was. We have it on Steam. Yeah, you, you can no just excuse. get the second one on Game Pass. So boom, there you go. Yeah, the uh, first game's so good. How much of the second game have you played? Half of it. I like the second game too. I think the second game is even better. But I still really like. Played it better of the two games. How did this go from? I was trying to give my thoughts. Would you on tell people? Would you the hit tell new video game to play the Last of Us? Because you you made this comparison. Would you tell people to play the Last of Us Part Two without playing Part One? No, because they are two parts of the same story. And play two halves of one story. It is not. No, it's it's not. It's a direct continuation. No, it is not. Yes, it It is. is Absolutely, in no way, shape, or form, the same way. What? It literally. And the the bond between Joel and Ellie is way more complex between (laughs) than the bond between Amicia and Hugo. (laughs) There is. I don't know what is happening to where I went from saying this is one of my favorite games of the year to I feel like I'm hating on the game now, which is just kind of crazy. 
I, I think you're hating I think on the first one. There's the second one that you're still defending. Yeah, you're I'm not even hating on it. I just good. think it's. You don't I just have to play the first one. To me, it's like if someone's like, "Hey, I want to play an Uncharted game," I'd be like, "Dude, fucking play Uncharted 2. Play Uncharted Four. Yeah, I, They're I agree. great. Play yeah, Lost Legacy. Uncharted They're great. You don't need to play Uncharted One. Play Tales Uncharted One. You could skip Assassin's Creed One. Just go to that Ezio. Get that hot, hot Ezio right, up right. in you. Don't you dare play Street Fighter One. Don't do it to yourself. That's weird. That's weird. You're like a real sicko. You can skip Silent Hill One. Go right to Silent Hill Two. Boom. I don't know. There's my my thing with the Plague Tale is like, and I just I really like the story. I really like the music in Plague Tale One. I think I think a lot of the uh, the game is just worth going through, and and I feel like skipping it will uh, just make some of the moments that I've already had happen in Plague Tale Requiem not, not hit as hard because they're just watch a 10 minute recap ah, that just doesn't tough do acting to acting just doesn't do the same thing for me who needs to play games when you got recaps no, that's we have a podcast for that we do that's right <laughs> um, I don't this was the weirdest segment of me trying to recommend a game because Plague Tale Requiem is really great uh, I do feel like gameplay wise it feels like um I just I think it is Plague Tale One, but uh, everything is bigger and and better yes. and prettier, and so it feels like that leap from like we were talking about like Uncharted One to Two, or even um, mechanically, it almost feels like the leap between The Last of Us One to Two, where the combat arenas are much larger. That honestly feels a lot like The Last of Us Part Two to me. Like this game's pace, this game's sense of adventure, the combat arenas, the relationships. Um, it reminded me a lot of The Last of Us Part Two um, without. Um, the stuff that'll be probably controversial like the last of us part two so um i really liked it it's on game pass uh highly highly recommended it's a little long in the tooth i would say it was a little bit i think most games are a little longer the, the, the first game was a lot longer than i expected too yeah and most games i'm like they're nice meaty single player adventures i'm not going to complain too much about that we don't get those too often anymore <laughs> they're just going to start linear. like get, yeah like the kind of linear action adventure games i think i'm going to start like i'm going to start them play until I'm like, I don't got time for this anymore. And then like watch the rest on YouTube. I think I would have just start doing that. Cause I feel like I can get a lot more, like at least time with a bunch of these bigger releases by just doing it that way, rather than worrying about finishing them. Cause that's part of my my uh, reason to like not even engage. Cause like, well, I'll never have the time to finish it. So why even bother starting? But you know what? Fuck all that noise. Also, people, just... <laughs> people are bringing up the 14 Final Fantasies before you play the new one. None of them are con- like, there's only like a couple of them that are even connected. Also, there's 15 of them. What it's do we do in chat? The next game coming out is 16. You gotta play all different. those. Yeah. You gotta play 10, you gotta play 10 2, you gotta play 12, you gotta play the 12 yeah. spin offs on Game Boy Advance. You gotta be 13 1 at 13 2, Lightning Returns. A Plague Tale 1 to me and, and a Plague Tale 2 like, deserve to be played. Both be played. I think I think one is really good. But However, if you value your time, just play 2. <laughs> and watch that hot, hot 10 minute recap. Yeah. Here, here's my hot take. You can you can skip Goldeneye, go straight to Perfect Dark. Oh <laughs> no, this is where I disagree. Ouch. Now now we need a fun Marty to fight Casey in person too. I don't want to fight anyone. Get my ass kicked. You were you were about to put <laughs> put your fists up when I was going over Plague Tale One and playing it. I felt it. I felt no, the tension. I'm, I'm not. You do whatever you want with your time. I spend my time on real <laughs> fucking stupid stupid ways. Yeah. Don't don't do that. I like Casey. He was like, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> does a lot of dumb shit. Um. That's right. Yeah, play whatever you like. Whatever. It's not. We're not your fucking dads. Um. Yeah, game's yet. pretty good though. Yeah. Yet. yet. Dun dun dun. <laughs> um, escape to your dad. <laughs> escape. To- <laughs> and uh, also, I'm just glad I finished it because 
I was just telling these guys right before we went live uh, earlier today, I spent fucking $210 on games in the span of 30 seconds because I because coming out this week, we got Mario Rabbids coming out tomorrow. We got if you pre-order Modern Warfare 2, the campaign unlocks tomorrow. Gotham Knights is coming out on Friday. We got Persona 5 Royal finally come to everything else on Friday. New Tales from the Borderlands, which I fucking forgot existed. Uh, Yeah. And I don't I haven't heard anyone say anything about it. So I'm worried very much so about that game because i really liked the first one um so uh yeah i was just it's i don't know why you can use the whole month video game industry like october has several weeks in it i don't want to everyone just fucking chill out just to clarify um you have played persona 5 royal already right he's played it like six times and that's why he doesn't have time to play play i'm playing through it on switch right now and let me tell you guys it's great Dude, I'm starting to worry. Why? It's like my uh, it's my comfort food game. I don't play any like multiplayer. But you could games. have played it where you owned it already. Uh, yeah, but Switch is handheld. Switch is comfort. <laughs> Switch is me in yeah, bed. See, Switch, we've, we've known I'm, Marty for like three years now. If a game that he wants is on another platform and he already owns it, he's still going to buy it. But the thing is, I could play. I'm playing Persona Five. Did you buy it Royal physical on, or digital? What Persona Five on Switch? Did you buy it physical or digital? No, you sent me a code. Oh, that's right. Oh, so you didn't yeah, even buy I didn't, it. Uh, oh. I didn't spend any money. Oh, okay. That wasn't one of the games I spent money on. I spent money uh, on Modern Warfare, Mario Post Rabbits, and Gotham Knights. I, that being said, if Nick hadn't sent me the code, I would have had <laughs> yeah. <spun> on Switch. <laughs> even though it unlocked, it would have unlocked that same day on Xbox as well. Um, I like it on Switch because A, I think JRPGs are perfect on Switch. Um, and, and B, I think Persona is great on handheld as case in point with, uh, Persona for golden on Vita and C, uh, it, I like, I like playing JRPGs while I'm second screening a TV show that I'm not really, I'm, I'm paying like half attention to. So I was playing, I watched, I watched all of uh, midnight club, all of midnight club. That was just a bunch of, it was great. It was kind of midnight club is kind of spooky. And then I got, I got my persona. I'm doing waifus over here. It's, it's great. It's a great combo. <laughs> oh, that's scary. Look at the happy waifu. <laughs> yeah. It's, you it's you sure the waifus are on the switch and not in midnight. Club. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> see, that, that's a real, that's a real reason he wants persona five on the switch. So you can just carry the waifus around. I got a waifu they, they in my pocket. Um, a couple people were asking mobile games are exactly that. Uh, this is true. Uh, a couple of people were asking if we have thoughts on some of those other games. I don't think any of us have played the other games uh, uh, yet. Yeah, we can't even talk about them. Oh, yet. yeah, no. Well, we can talk about I, Mario I, Rabbids, but none, none of us played it. No, none of us have Mario Rabbids yet because we didn't get a copy for that either. So maybe I'll go make, make my next viral thread on Twitter. <laughs> but then we're never going to get a copy again. Did you send an email Wait. to someone who was like, hey, can we get a copy of this? No, actually, I didn't for that one. I kind of forgot it was coming out like next week. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even hear review code. Usually I hear review codes are going out. I didn't even hear that there were review codes going out for this one, so I feel like they sent it to a select number of outlets on this one. Yeah, the nice ones. I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Sony. What what just happened? (laughs) What just happened? Also, I'm almost I'm almost done with my God of War replay. I'm very excited for God of War Ragnarok. I've been I've been thinking I've been thinking I might do that, but then I also have too many things to work on. Like I'm, I'm wrapping up a Plague Tale Requiem so I can get to Gotham Knights and start playing that so we can talk about it. Why don't you, why don't you just uh, sneak in a replay of Plague Tale Innocence, your favorite game? (laughs) Because I've already played it and paid attention to the story and I remember the story and I don't need to replay it. Fair argument. You gotta, you gotta admit. 
Yeah, Marty. There's not enough rats in the original game. If you want, oh. if you want to get your rat quota, play the second oh, game. Yahtzee. Yeah, rat tech is back. I will, I, will, I, will, I will say, like, there is a scene, like, in the first third. Uh, well, there's two scenes in the first, like, half of a Playtale Requiem with that rat tech that is utterly terrifying. Like, I just... No. <laughs> no it's also the rat tech can be very funny when the rats yes. start glitching, and they're yeah. just like... Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's fun. Azobo, like... I'm going to keep saying it, like focus entertainment is like my favorite publisher to watch right now. Um, because like they're really entering that triple a space now with a plague tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, evil West looks really good. And the previews were good for it. They have space hammer or um, <laughs> space hammer Warhammer space. Marine that sounds 2. like a game. <laughs> yeah, it probably is somewhere. <laughs> uh, they have Warhammer space Marine two coming. Uh, they have the, uh, that Atlas fallen game coming. Like all those games look yeah, good cool. all up my alley. They're, they're a fun publisher right now. It's wild that Asobo, the Plague Tale people, also make fucking Flight Microsoft Fights, Flight Simulator. Yeah. It's just really they're, weird. They're, it's they're a like, really weird pair of games. They're like one of the biggest studios in France. Yeah, and their games are gorgeous. Yeah, so. on those planes. Yeah. Maybe that's why you're flying, is because you, I can't <laughs> land on the ground with so many rats down there. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far as other games we've playing, I'm still on Rocket League. I can't seem to put it down. I like it so much that nice. I bought the Battle Pass for it now. Uh, so I just... I've gotten pretty good. Like I'm in the silver ranking competitive, <laughs> so I'm play, I'm playing pretty pretty well. Uh, still can't fly like, very. You're not playing with anyone. You don't have like a like a squad. No, I don't have a squad. Playing. No, I'm not. Right, I'm not that I, cool. I've been wanting to get good at Rocket League for like a while now. All right, we'll, we'll squad up on Xbox. Is this the beginning of a squad? Yeah, we're gonna squad up on Xbox. Hey, we just need a third. I know Will is a big Rocket League fan. Uh, I don't know if I want to play with Will. He just calls me Jerome <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm still playing, been playing a lot of Phasmophobia because my my friends have been playing that a lot, and that game just does you not. You said you don't have friends for Rocket League. Yeah, they won't <laughs> Get play your Rocket Phasmo League. friends to play Rocket League. They won't League. play Rocket League, but they'll play Phasmo. Uh, that that game just yeah, there's gonna be. I, I saw on the in the Discord channel like a lot of the stream highlights were like me screaming at our last two. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of that phasmophobia. <laughs> so everyone just keep keep your volumes down low. So that you... <laughs> played it on played it on Monday, and we were using the Ouija board. And I guess I summoned the grudge because she came crawling down the stairs, didn't look at anybody else, just came right after me. And I'm like, I hate everything about this right now. She, she knows what you did. That's <laughs> yeah, why. I summoned her. I kept I kept saying, "Where are you?" And she's like, "Here I am." <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so I I think um, on Saturday when we play with Yahtzee, I, it's gonna be one hell of a stream. I can't wait to I cannot wait to play that game with him. I'm so excited. Okay, Persona nice. Five I guess is happening that day too, but you know, it's not Phasmo. It, it's not Phasmo. It's better. Uh, it's you better know, in every no, way. I don't know, Marty. Maybe I'll just go watch a you know it's a long game. I, I value my time. What if we just watch a playthrough for eight hours? <laughs> That's I'll not fun with that because I'd be able to watch it live. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. They, did, they released an anime for Persona 5. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. Also, I shouldn't boring. say this. Casey, big update. When we streamed out last yesterday, he shared his screen with me. Hey, we're in the big leagues now. <laughs> that allowed for a lot of timely spoofs and goofs. It was great. That's how professionals do it, I hear. We are now professionals. <laughs> Damn. Just use my own tweet against me. Rips. <laughs> uh Casey, what have you been playing? Um yeah, so I, I actually wanted to bring up uh the the Ghostbusters game. Oh yeah. I, I cannot, you guys re- played on I cannot remember Magic. the subtitle for that thing. What it's game? something Ghostbusters. What'd uh, you say? Yeah, Ghostbusters Soul Spirits Unleashed. Spirits Unleashed. 
Spirits Unleashed. Right. Spirits Unleashed? Soul Unleashed, Spirits Unleashed. I don't know. That, I think you just it's, made that up. No, you, no, no, it is it's Spirits Unleashed. Unleashed. Spirit, I, okay. I, I just Googled it. <laughs> All right. Um, I really didn't have many expectations for this game. Like, I'm not like a super huge Ghostbusters fan. I like the movies. I think they're funny. Um, but the the way that there's like this hardcore fandom around Ghostbusters, I've never understood that. But um, this game is absolutely built for fans. Like if you, you know, eat, sleep and breathe Ghostbusters, there's tons of references. Like there's cool music, like the voice actors, um, like Dan Aykroyd makes a, a he's a prominent character. They're using his likeness. Same with Ernie Hudson. I'm going to interrupt oh, yeah. you for um, one and- second. Darren just sent me the titles for the Black Adam review. <laughs> it's not good. Oh, <laughs> I've never. Yeah, like, I, he I've actually never not. Into that. He sent me the titles. I don't think I've ever sound, said. I don't think I've ever seen Darren sound angry in a title, but he's angry. <laughs> well, he tweeted out. He said earlier this year, I assumed Morbius would be the worst uh, superhero movie of the year, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should be the title. I'm gonna send that back to him. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, uh, but yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, it's it's essentially a uh, asymmetrical uh, multiplayer game. So you're you play either four Ghostbusters versus one human controlled ghost. Uh, there are several different maps and the both sides have their own set of objectives. The ghost essentially is trying to terrorize people on the map. They're trying to leave traps and just evade the Ghostbusters for the duration of the, the a lot of time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Ghostbusters are hunting down clues. They're trying to calm people down. They're trying to um, essentially either close these uh, portals uh like these rifts or whatever to weaken the ghost or to capture the ghost a certain number of times um you can kind of pick and choose which one you do but once you do that a certain number of times then you you can trap the ghost and the ghost stays trapped because otherwise it just responds really quick or whatever mm-hmm. um and it's a really fun loop like it, it always felt like there was good stuff to do like the using the proton packs uh felt really cool because you could like destroy stuff with them as well as like uh latch onto the ghost and drag it around when you have it connected like it, it really felt like a really fun game and wasn't really leaning super heavily on the fact that, hey, look at all this Ghostbuster stuff. Like there was an actual game in there, which surprised me. I thought you were um, about, I, thought I didn't get to say... try the ghost side though. <laughs> I thought you were about to say it makes me feel like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> you said you didn't get to try like, yeah. you didn't get to be a ghost? Uh no, like uh it's kind of randomizing how they select who the ghost is. Like the because of the matchmaking, there weren't like a ton of people playing. So um, they were randomly selected, like one of us from our group to be on the ghost side. And then we would have like a rando or a bot uh, as a Ghostbuster. Did uh, everyone got a turn as a ghost except me until the very end? Did it seem like those people were having fun as ghosts? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Austin, the mate or whoever was around. It it was actually really, really fun because um, like all, all they have to do is stay away from you. And like they have like a couple of attacks, like they can like put a bunch of goo on you. They can um send like minions after you like they can set traps so that furniture kind of floats around and can distract you or like be launched at you mm-hmm. and um it's in your best interest to just avoid that sort of stuff because as a ghostbuster if you damage a bunch of the stuff in a location like it hurts um like the the experience points and stuff that you get to take out of it once the mission is over yeah sure because you're, you're supposed to not just cause yeah, a fucking ruckus you're, you're, yeah. you're like an exterminator in some in, yeah in yeah place. Um, so like there's like an upgrade tree for both the ghosts and the the busters um and over time like we kept getting matched with people who were like level 90 or whatever like the game was only like out for like a day or two Dang. i think but folks fuck? were in there grinding like crazy so we were getting matched with folks who like had like really powerful ghosts like a bunch of crazy attacks and stuff but using teamwork we were still able to catch some of those hoes that's so, cool 
Yeah. Yeah, it felt really balanced even even against um like really highly leveled players or whatnot. But it actually was seemed interesting and fun to like get more cosmetics to make your Ghostbuster look cool and to like do little tweaks to your equipment and to upgrade certain perks and stuff. Like like there's a there's a really meaty experience in that game. And I think I think it's gonna be a big deal. Uh did it did it actually launch already? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I think it launched on Tuesday or yesterday. Um, so yeah, that's prefer, awesome. Prefer that one over Midnight Ghost Hunt. Yeah, absolutely. Like Midnight Ghost Hunt is fun, especially with like uh, the group. But there's just way more to do in Ghostbusters, and like, they, I don't know. It's like, and honestly, like, like I said, I'm not a big Ghostbusters fan, but it's a way more fun setting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Quirky guys catching ghosts for money, whatever. Like, it's it's just more fun. Yeah, I'm. Uh... I, I hope this like finds uh, finds a place. It's a it's a pretty crowded genre, um, you mm. know, with uh, Dead by Daylight stuff like uh, you know uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt, um, you know, anything of that like Evil Dead. We got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game coming up, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it feels like it, at least tonally, it feels different enough from those. Like it's not going mm-hmm. for the spooky thing; it's going for the Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's not vibe. like trying to be a horror thing. It's like a like a comedy uh mm-hmm. nostalgia trip thing yeah yeah um that's awesome yeah good good uh good on them that was ill phonic correct yes the developer yeah casey's like sure yeah no, yeah. no it's, Ill, it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually it's, did it's not Ill, know who the it's Ill, it's Ill phonic because gun media is making a texas chainsaw game that's right which, which that also, one will I, not be whimsical that one will probably no, be gross that was gross uh i tell you what though like i met i met the gun guys at uh, e3 2019 like the creator director in those games like just know the knows those movies like the back of his hand he has like i think he bought like some of the actual props from the movies and like has them in a collection he was inspired to actually start serial killing pretty much yeah. <laughs> he's a guy i will use a chainsaw and cut people's faces off <laughs> How do, I do, um, how do I do it? In re- this is how I do it in real life. Translate that to the game, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do we how do we translate this to game feel? Uh, my my nice old serial killing. Um, that's great. You play anything else? Not that you had um, anything else. It's fine if you didn't play anything else. I mean, I don't need to talk about it. I I got a review coming out for Terra Humorsaurus pretty soon. Like, I just got to get the editing done uh, okay. tonight. Um, and you'll hear my thoughts on that because I think that one's a a little strange. <laughs> interesting yeah your review is a uh, interesting on that i was not expecting some of the stuff in there yeah it's it's a little strange so keep an eye out for that does it deal with the same themes as silent hill too pretty much manifestations no. of your own grief kind of the loss of your wife oh you know what yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes it does honestly, honestly. <laughs> yeah <excellent>. bloober <laughs> teams is working on the remake of it right now uh nick you been playing anything else nope just uh you know, reviewing this, or making an ad for this chair, which took me way longer than it should have. You can't call a review, Nick. I know. I'm going to call it FCC, FEC, FTC, FTC. You can call the FDA. You get too much meat on that chair. Go ahead. Yeah. Wow, you just called me fat. How rude. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking like you were dropping burgers on that. Also, also calling me fat. What are you talking about? Why, I drop why, burgers. Why do I drop burger multiple burgers? Burger on a spice who's, of life. Who's dropping mur- multiple burgers on a chair? Oh, people with slippery hands. Burgers. You've never dropped burger. I didn't mean the whole burger. It was like you take a bite and then the burger juice comes out. Oh, you were talking about literal burgers. I thought that was a euphemism. No, I was yeah. talking about what? burgers. Who knows? Oh, God, yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> talking about burgers. Uh, 
Archie McGooch with the two dollar dono said, "What is Silent Hill?" That is a that is a great question. It's kind of like Silent a Hill. it's yeah, it's just it's just a spooky place. I recommend people don't go there. That's the whole thing. Every Silent Hill game would um, be resolved peacefully if people just didn't go to that town. So don't go there. Also, don't go to whatever that Japanese town in Silent Hill F is because that seems like a bad place as well. Apparently, should go shouldn't go to Tokyo either. Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, oh, Tokyo is great though. It's worth putting up with the ghosts. Incredible food. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay getting ghost wired. Yeah, cool. <laughs> hey, as long as I get to Tokyo, I'll, I'll fucking get haunted while I'm there. <laughs> Pay for my flight. Hell yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Taribo been a member for 23 months, using bonus credit to say, uh, with this recent heartbeat from uh, Konami, can we speculate about potential Metal Gear Solid remakes, other franchises, Castlevania? In my opinion, that they should remake Portable Ops. Also, good job, guys. Keep it up. Thank you so much, Emmanuel. Yeah, I mean, that was my, my prediction is I do think we're going to see this level of uh, resurgence in both Castlevania and Metal Gear. Metal Gear is going to be the trickiest one because it is obviously the one that is um, most synonymous with a single person who will not be working on the game. Uh, and so, like that being said, like I would reboot the whole franchise. I would love to see. I would rather just do something. I mean, I would love to see smaller Metal Gear experiences again, like how they're giving Timefall or Townfall to No Code and F to, um, you know, these this really dope visual novel writer. Like, give creative control to other people. Like, look what happens. Look what new life you can inject in things when people outside of your garden walls work on them. Like, look at Mario and Rabbids. Like, the reviews for the second game have been great, even better than the first one. Like. Yeah. And I think it's just really cool that, like, of course, I always want Nintendo to be making a Mario game, but I also want, I don't know, like, let's see what weird ideas, like, Nintendo would have never made this game. Like, it, it, I'm shocked Ubisoft made this game. I'm shocked this game exists and that it's good, personally. Um, I'll just take a uh, another uh, Revengeance. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't <laughs> that, think that Kami, was, uh, Kami, Kami doesn't want to talk to anyone anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he, he always didn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> that was always his his mo. He's gonna be so much happier without Twitter. That's gonna be the thing. Good for Kamiya. Um, and then uh, Vince Julius with a five dollar uh, donation. Thank you so much, Vince. Says update on my super chat from this week's slightly something else. Uh, Must have heard the farts on the Zoom call. I didn't get the job. Software engineers aren't allowed to pass gas. First off, sorry you didn't get the job. Second off, I I already told you. I already warned you. You gotta you gotta if you're getting on Zoom. You gotta make sure where those where your audio is. You can't. Don't make the mistake I did. <laughs> I I my, I I farted for so that you all could learn your lessons. Is that how that works? Wow. Yeah. Please put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I farted so that you could all. I farted for your sins. <laughs> no, don't put that on a shirt. Um. Yes, George and George Purplebird. He's the person whose podcast I farted on. He also so, says he didn't tell anybody else. That's on you. Yeah, he sold the whole world now. That's the thing. So you can't make fun of me about it because I'm the one who brought it up. I don't care if I bullshit. Fucking, what are you? I, I make I I brought up that I went to a rave and that's never left me. You 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 put yourself here. And so, and so, yeah, but yeah. you're ashamed of your rave. I'm proud of my farts. <laughs> Fine, then I'm proud of the weird little. I bet a bunch of people were farting at that rave. You know, uh, Amy says Nick goes downtown. Absolutely. I mean, there were there were people crawling on the ground, so yeah, probably. It's because they were on drugs, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> they were on actual drugs. Oh, the last thing I wanted to talk about really quick, Marvel Snap. It's the first 
card uh, deck oh, builder. Shill, I've never gotten into hat when we need it. Someone pay me, please. <laughs> Marvel, gladly. I'm already is thinking about paying $10 for a season pass. What? Is this a free game, Marvel Snap? This is a free game. Uh, just came out uh, yesterday or the day before. It is, um, it, you play it on your phones. It's a, uh, uh, yeah, it's a Marvel deck builder. Um, but it is, uh, it just runs the entire gamut. It is clear love for Marvel. Um, the the battles are sort of, uh, I, again, I don't, I, speaking about it is weird because I don't know if it's just like a lot of other deck builders or not, because I don't play any mm-hmm. other deck builders. Um, but each battle has, um, you know, it's you versus another player. Each battle has three locations. So it's a six turn battle and it starts with three locations. And the first one opens up on the first turn and you can see what it is. The second one opens up on the second turn and the third one opens up on the third turn. And they're all locations from like the Marvel Universe, but they each have like a different thing like if they if it's daily bugle um the the two you and your opponent will swap a card if it's um the westview the town from uh you know the town from like wandavision uh halfway through the the match it will morph into a different setting with a different uh thing if it's the day x-men danger room any card that you place down has a 25 percent chance of being destroyed by like a laser and so like each of the so you're you you build a deck but then you have to uh you know, you have to strategize based on what these things are going down. And you have like, you know, a certain number of energy you can use on each turn. And when you build your deck, you have like low level cards, you have, you know, that that require only one energy to high level cards like Apocalypse and, and Hulk that require six energy. Certain cards just do damage. Other cards uh, have sort of uh, auxiliary abilities. Um, really good. I've just I've been playing it a bunch. I'm just really liking it. I, I yeah, this is the first one you ever got into. Like, what are the other ones yeah. that you tried and bounced off of? This is the first card game I've ever played. Okay, you, I played Pokemon you, oh, the card game. If you like this, then go try Slay the Spire because you'll like that. I don't too. care about slaying spires. I like Spider Man. Yeah, the the Marvel is the hook that got yeah, me. Yeah, right. That's so, my yeah. thing. Is like I don't I don't care about this fantasy shit. Like I just want to hang out. I just want to hang out with my Marvel buds. <sighs> Interesting. I don't. I wasn't like trying to. I'm just. My thing is I just. <laughs> I'm playing it because I'm. Wilf, I'm playing it mostly because I like Marvel stuff. <laughs> yes. But also the gameplay is hooking me. Yes. Good. Yeah, I downloaded. I do it like trains though. So maybe I should just forget it came out. Good. No, Look at that. We're all become little Marvel snappy boys. And simple Simon with a two fifty seven donation. Very strange number. Maybe that brought us to a certain thing. I uh, oh, said, Marty, this stream is brought to you by Marvel Snap. Sense. Yep. Twenty nine twenty five point sixty nine. Nicely done. Uh, Ledwig says, "Why would you name a game after the greatest act of genocide in the history of the whole universe?" Sick. <laughs> That's very funny. Um. Great. You guys have anything else? You wanna you wanna go? So that Casey um, can yeah, pee and then go back? Minutes until yeah. I, is I this is this schedule working minutes. out for you? Um yeah, it's it's fine. I'm okay. fine. Okay. <laughs> let, let us say know, it one let more time us know if it's not. <laughs> let us know if it's not. We can figure things out. All I'm saying is keep donating, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, the good news is we just got our rates up for stream today, too. Thanks to the new parent company. You guys did it. You watch our streams enough that the parent company we are now with said, let's give everybody raises. Thanks, parent company. Thanks, Comcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, as Casey mentioned, in half an hour, he'll be back with Jesse. Part three, Jesse to the Greek, more God of War. Putting We've that been learning right so here. much. That's so, so great. Much. That's so great. Um... I'm I'm really excited for the quiz. And I don't think we talked to, to tell what's going to be making. Yeah, have you have you set that I up? I still yet? have like, not. Yet. I will 
<laughs> I will remember. To, I will message him right now. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then uh, obviously tomorrow we'll be back at noon. Nick and I will be playing uh, more Jedi Outcast. And then at 7 p.m. tomorrow, uh, Casey and I will be back for Metal Solid 4. Yep. Heck, also, yeah. Also, next week I'll be gone for the uh, full, both Breakout and Metal Gear. Because I got Okay, travel. great. Because someone like, in chat told me yesterday I was going to be gone next week. And I'm like, that doesn't make I'm not, though. Like, <laughs> they're like, you guys aren't doing it next week because you're going to be gone. And I'm like, what does that mean? No, I'm not. Amy, no, now it makes right. more sense Amy's that you're going to be gone. Amy will join us for Breakout. She can, she can quit work for a day. A whole day? It's only 90 minutes. The whole, yeah, damn. How long is this breakout? Uh, and then on Friday, uh, Nick and Amy will be back doing uh, another sponsored co-op stream of The Last Aura Crew. And as previously mentioned, Saturday is a big streaming day for us. Uh, starting at 10 a.m. Central, uh, Nick and I, and maybe some guests who I have yet to ask everyone officially, which I should probably do that. Maybe I'll Ooh, send a message today. I'm not the only um, lazy person. Uh, it's not lazy. I've been busy playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> These fucking decks ain't going to build themselves, Nick. <laughs> uh, starting at 10 a.m., Nick and I will be playing another eight hours of Persona 5 Royal, jumping back at his uh, save from fucking year ago. Uh, we're at Madarame's Palace. Uh, Nick, please play like 20 minutes of it to, to catch up on the mechanics. Please. <laughs> please. Mm. Please. I remember. I remember how to play that game. Uh, and then uh, at the end of that eight hours is going to be game night with Phasmophobia, and Yahtzee's going to be joining us. So that's gonna be a time. Hey. I did warn him that we may go over two hours for that one if it's a big stream. So you didn't warn any of us though. Yep, well, you're warned now. Damn, live warning. Yeah. Um I think, I think Casey, it's just all of us and then maybe Jesse, because Amy won't be there. Amy's scared. Well, Amy will cheek cap company. Yep, there, there you she go. Is. She'll be there in chat watching us scream. Uh perfect. Um <laughs> well you're gonna be screaming. We're but gonna so be fine. You I will awesome. I will make sure that doesn't happen. You know me. I will put you guys in awkward situations to make you uncomfortable. Nick, my emotions have have been just frayed. You're... Like I have I have no ability to feel anything anymore. That's why I just eat I have the hottest sauce that makes me hurt. You were uh, <laughs> you were pretty emotional Sweet about sauce. playing Plague Tale One again. Just don't waste your time. Just play Persona Five exactly. Royal. Uh, everyone, we're done. We gotta <laughs> let let Casey let yeah. Casey take a break. <laughs> let Casey take a break. Okay, everyone, you're great. Thank you all so much. Everyone in chat is very. You've been all very nice. Thank you so much for your super chats, for your patrons, for your subos. Um, you're all just wonderful. And uh, tune back in half an hour from now. Casey and Jesse back with more God of War. Bye. Bye. Bye.